call is now being recorded. Right, so you, okay, so did you hear that where it goes, this call is being, now being recorded? Yep, yes, sir. So that, um, when I was like looking into ways to record phone calls and whatnot, um, or, you know, how I would do that, um, there's like, one, there's not a ton of like ways to do it, but two, like everyone's real, real serious about like, like if I'd have called you first on this, it wouldn't let me use that option. Just so I couldn't, like, call somebody, hit the record thing, and then patch in a third person who doesn't know they're being recorded, that sort of thing. So, gotcha. Safety first, kids. Um, All right, so a little bit of intro. Um, So uh, for those of you who, you know, don't know or didn't read notes from the show and whatever, uh, this is Paul. Uh, Paul is a regular at our restaurant, Huntington, um, and – is uh fucking hilarious and so we got to talking about the podcast at one point and i was you know uh well i basically it it seemed like he would be great just because uh if the idea is happiness and whatnot dude makes me laugh my ass off every time i see him so um the phone call aspect of recording this has worked out great because paul's uh way at the conference what are you doing right now like you're in yeah, so uh, right now I am in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I am a uh, software developer, uh, and I mainly do work on um, cloud integration and um, cloud um, IT infrastructure. So mainly a good way to think about it. Um, actually, I, I don't. I'm not uh, affiliated with Apple or anything like that, but a lot of their devices that they store um, data on the cloud or if you go grab music from the cloud, a lot of that infrastructure is directly applicable to, you know, large businesses. So the firm I work for is a huge employee benefits company. And so over the years, I've worked for this company about eight years in IT solutions delivery, um, and I mainly work on developing applications for our business users to use in the cloud. Um, one of the big things that came about the past decade or so is companies have in the past used, you know, Microsoft access systems or built basic hardware that requires lots of engineers and developers to continue to maintain, which is very uh, expensive. So um, over the past 10 to 20 years, lots of Fortune 500 companies um, such as Apple, you know, I noted before, have moved to the cloud space to allow their business to be more mobile friendly, to allow um, easier integrations and just more of a malleable product. So a lot of what I do is work on um, uh, projects that my company puts me on and um, partner with stakeholders and start uh, kind of chunking away some code. Okay, so part of – okay. So I have a couple of things here. Um, one, uh, that's a nerdy fucking job, and <laughs> you don't you don't seem nerdy at all when I'm talking to you, which is fine because uh, you're probably as we're uh, for full disclosure for everybody listening to the podcast, like we know each other on a very surface level. So this is going to be kind of cool, like uh, where we find out a little bit about each other too. Um, uh, it's funny to me because I am definitely like real, real nerdy, and everyone who sees me at the bar just doesn't see it that way. And it's funny how people like perceive your like, cert- like 
the people that like don't send a fuck time to time to like my close friends are always like oh that's some uh that's some awkward shit you said right there like other people don't think about things that way like you know what i mean and absolutely uh, i i get that constantly yeah and so um it's funny to me because i think my like i don't know my my show take on that you know uh or like podcast take on that is like it really is funny like the idea of like we we weren't so I don't know we try so hard like to pigeonhole people like if the very first time I met you in, well one if you hadn't you know been high as balls uh, you probably <laughs> like if we didn't like start it out because I do I'm always interested in what people do like and, right, and like right. I'm and that's not even true I'm like mildly interested in what people do and really fucking interested in how the fuck they got there like. Uh, you know, when you were in seventh grade, like, you didn't know that, you know, writing code for cloud systems was going to, I'm, I'm guessing you didn't know that was going to be your jam. You know what I mean? No, like, not, not like, at all. You, uh, not even did you not know that was going to be your jam. Like, you didn't know that was a jam. Like, like, you no, know what I mean? absolutely. Like, uh, the example it, it, I was I mean, kind, kind of back to your first point with, with, um, just, you know, how you perceive somebody and what they actually do. I mean, I cannot fucking tell you how many times I wear a double hat, right? I don't, I do not act like I do when I'm out at the bar and when I'm, you know, fucking around how I act professionally. It's well, so, like it's so conversely your tone, different. Your tone changed. Like, as soon as you started talking about it, like, you could feel a difference in you. It was funny. Like, because I literally was yeah. like, man, I just said this dude's funny as shit. And you immediately, like, as, like, like, for everyone doesn't know, like, we talked for a few minutes before we started recording this, and, like, same usual casual talk and bullshit and blah, 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 and then, like, you started talking about it, and you had this, like, clear, succinct, like, like, you could have been giving me a PowerPoint presentation, like, like that could have, you know what that could have been? That could have been career day at high school. Like, I'm sitting here, not sure what I'm going to do with my life, you know, Paul slides in, and he's like, in case you guys are interested in looking into, you know, writing code for cloud computing, da 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 you know what I mean? Like... That was, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I will, I, I will say since I'm, I am, I have been at uh, my home office technically in Portland, but I work at, at Irvine in Huntington, kind of where I live. But I mean, I have been in, I guess my vocabulary is a little on point because I have been at an engineering conference all week and all week been you're talking like, this code. <laughs> you're like full immersion right now. Like this is, yeah. this is yeah. And uh, it, it is very interesting what you think uh, or just kind of how we all wear two hats, right? I mean, right. we are one type, we are one type of person when we're at work, depending on what you do. And then you're that other person outside of work. And I, I mean, I've, I, so I've actually, I'm 33, I'm about to be 34. I've been in IT solutions delivery for eight years. I went to University of Oregon and um, graduated uh, with a degree in communications and a minor in computer information sciences, and um, clearly starting younger in a in a big corporation, I learned very quickly that you kind of have to be one person in your professional life, and you have to be another person kind of in your personal life, and you really I've learned you got to keep those separate, at least in my type of gig, because you do one wrong thing or you. You know, you get drunk at a team happy hour and freaking try to make out with your supervisor or something. I mean, that shit does not go away. Is, is, is that a personal experience? Uh, no, no, it's not. 
the, I, uh, I, I've definitely learned that you do not want to work with beautiful women. That, that you want to work with just the <laughs> run of the mill, nobody that, uh, you think you're going to have attraction for, but it's, it, it is wearing a lot of, um, I just, I, I'm such a, you know, I'm a very outgoing, very personable person. And so when we met for the first time and we were shooting the shit and it's, uh, I love it when people get to, I mean, first of all, lots of times people just don't, they they either just assume I'm, you know, a salesman or sales consultant or whatever. When they find out my background, um, you know, it it kind of surprises people. And and kind of, as you said earlier, I had no idea that I would end up in, you know, IT, given my personality. I mean, I've been very athletic. I played hockey I all my life. I cannot imagine. And, yeah. I cannot imagine, like, you're in, like, like I can't remember. I can't remember if this was sophomore year. It has to have been sophomore year for my, for my high school, at least. But, like, you're in there with, like, your guidance counselor, and they're, like, trying to, like, put you on a path. I just, like, and they do it based on, like, well, what are you interested in? What things do you enjoy? What type of work frustrates you? When your teacher gives you, like, I don't know if your high school did it, but we went through, like, this whole series. And it was, like, mm-hmm. the first, like, month of uh, sophomore year. Every kid goes in, and, like, you'd have, like, this interview, and then you'd have this interview, and then they'd, like, try and put you on a path. And the, uh, um, I just can't imagine, like, your personality, and, I mean, and, and extrapolate out, like, how fucking peaked it must have been, like, mid, you know, sophomore year hormones and shit like that, and you're like, yeah, man, let's fucking, you know, and you're just, like, so outgoing with that, and you're like, yep, my man. Yeah, it's, it, it, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, so I was always, I mean, I always enjoyed computer games and all that stuff, and I will say, actually, kind of, it's kind of interesting to bring that up, because I have a younger brother, and he is about to be getting out of college, and Kind of, you mentioned, you know, did you ever envision yourself doing that? I always tell my younger brother, because he's always, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? It's it's like, I always tell him, do you think I was planning on being a, you know, a software developer? It's, I just started working at a good company and literally found that I had a, um, just a natural ability to work in that type of environment, and it just clicked. So lots of times I'm talking to people that are younger, trying to find their way, and like, don't try to find it too hard. Just get some work, and all of a sudden you, you'll find something that you didn't even think would be anything you'd be um, good at or knowledgeable at or become an expert at, and all of a sudden, boom. I don't know if it's code, if it's being a restaurant owner, crazy? bartender, yeah, whatever it is. It just what, happens. What's crazy is, like, so I went to uh, – this is probably an interesting thing, you know – um, it's completely different kind of code, um, but I went to school uh, to be a programmer, and I wrote uh, code for CNC machines. And so mm-hmm. I would, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would write in G code. I don't know if you know how that works, but um, I would write in G code and program uh, CNC punch presses, uh, anvils, lathes, stuff like that. And I did that. Like, and it's funny. I was literally thinking of this when I was ta- given that, that. Like, you know, you go in and you're like. You know, they're, they're trying to put you on a path or whatever. And I literally, like, just fucked off that, like, two weeks worth of, they'd be like, yeah, come in or whatever. And I'd literally come in, answer as fast as I fucking could and get out of there and just, like, immediately go lift weights. Like, that was all because I was, um, uh, I knew I was going to work for my family's business. And all I wanted to do until then was play football. Like, that was, that was it. Like, I knew I was good enough to play football in college. And I knew I wasn't good enough to, uh, um, you'd go past that. Um, it turned out I was wrong. Uh, I wasn't even good enough to college. But, uh, 
But <laughs> I, uh, I went and um, – so I literally just like – as fast as I could. And then I got to work high school. I went to a junior college and then went to, like, a trade school on the side, learned uh, all that, you know, coding, worked for my family's business, and was, like, cruising along and realized, like, guess what, bro? You Like, it's funny. Like, I'm so glad that college didn't work for me. Like, I fucking hated it. And mm-hmm. I'm super glad that, you know, the learning I got was a very brief one. Because right now, I couldn't, like, punch a hole in a square. Like, I couldn't write a single – I haven't written a single code in probably, what, I'm 38, so, um, like, oh, 15, 16 years. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, but, like, I literally was like, oh, my God, like, I'm not happy. I don't enjoy this. Like, I wake up in the morning and I come here. I started – I hated coffee. Hated and I started drinking coffee because at one point I was so desperate to figure out why other people around me enjoyed coming to work. And I wanted to put a shotgun in my mouth and pull the trigger with my toe. Like, and I was yeah, like, maybe yeah. it's because I'm not drinking coffee. Like, maybe you drink coffee and you really like this shit. And so I started trying to drink coffee. Like, <laughs> that's how far down into a rabbit hole of why aren't I enjoying this that I, I got. And so, yeah, and I, it, um, it seems like, yeah, you're kind of chasing what you thought was the proper path. Right, yeah, because, like, I watched my family, like, build this business, um, and they, you know, and it was so dope, and, and I loved, like, that we were all in it together, and it's so funny, I learned so much about what I liked and what I didn't, but I didn't even know, like, I, I learned it in retrospect, like, I love, you know, like, uh, I love that I work with Bud and Adam, and that we've got this tight-knit group, and we, like, do our thing, you know what I mean, like, we're in it together, and, like, that aspect of it, like, really appeals to me in my current job site, and I can see that love I had when I was younger. But, like, fucking 17-year-old me didn't know shit about that. Like, like I didn't think I liked it. I thought that we're family, and so I'm down for family, but what I like is this business. And, and you know, you're 17 years old. Like, I'm baffled, like, when they're, like, when people, like, get out and they're, like, like, I used to be, like, that's fucking whack. Like, oh, you're taking two years off before you start college? Yeah, you're never going to school. Like, oh, you're going to travel to yeah. Europe? Fucking hippie. You know what I mean? Like, I was so like that. Now I'm like, my kid, I'm like, fuck, bro, like, take five years. Like, go work. Go do something. I don't know. And if at the end of five years you you figured out that what you really want to do is it's something that requires college, like, go back and get it. You know what I mean? But, like, don't, don't go put the five yeah, years think... up front and then on the back end of the five years figure out, fuck, I hate this. Like, then you've already done the five years. Like, fuck. Yeah, and then you also probably just incurred a ton of debt, you know. Like, I told oh my, my younger brother when he was getting into college, I mean, I think now it's even more prevalent in society. It's like, hey, is this, is this, can, can you do something else that might make you happy and give you the money you need? Because I'll tell you right now, there's people I work in my company that are, are, are older, but they don't have college degrees, but they're still, you know, engineers. Because when they're older, it, maybe it wasn't now. I mean, you have to have a degree in most places, but – that doesn't mean that you can't make a good living without a college degree if you're doing something that you love or that can get you money. I mean, there's entrepreneurs out there that never graduated college that just kill it. So, I mean, I think everything, like you're saying with your family, I mean, people is everything. Even the people I work with, if you, if you're not, if you're not, if you don't have a drive to just even want to be successful, then, I mean, you're already starting kind of behind the box. You got to, I mean, you got to want it. And I think kind of, more than anything with me is I have an older brother, younger brother, and my mom. My dad passed at a young age, so my mom was always like, 
hey, listen, boys, you know, you're going to need to make some money. Uh, you know, you're going to have to, you know, it was always money, 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 because we just didn't have a lot growing up. And so, and that, that that's what pushed me, because I was also grew up in a place where, you know, I had friends that were getting Range Rovers when they were 16. You know, I didn't even get a car until I was in college. So it was being around people with tons of money and then not necessarily having and a lot that really I just wanted to, I just wanted money. I wanted to get whatever made me successful. And then over the course of that, I just found something I loved with, and, became, and it was natural for me. So I was kind of telling that to my younger brother. I mean, you might be working for HR for some company and they ask you to go, you know, do a charity event or something. Then all of a sudden you're there and you're realizing, man, like helping people just makes you so happy. And then that's your niche or it, it, it's just, it just has to happen. If you try to find it too hard, I feel like, you know, well, and I feel like you, you might be chasing your own tail, you know? Well, I feel like, and, and this is like a kind of a narrow myopic example. Um, but like when you think like, uh, like when you were in high school, uh, how old are you? I'm 33. 33. Okay. So you, man, you could fall either way on this because this is like right around the time I was in high school. So I'm 38. So, mm -hmm. um, when you were in high school, did you play a sport? Yes, I played. Um, I played lacrosse. Um, uh, uh, I played hockey uh, basically my whole life, um, and I play and I wrestled. Um, but lacrosse, wrestling, and in answering, in answering my question, you like you said with side jump. So I'm the same way. Like I played football. I also played basketball. I played volleyball. Um, I played, these were, like football. I played the entire time. The other ones, like, I played, I think, two seasons of basketball. I wrestled one season. Uh, I was on the winter baseball team one, one year. Uh, that was a fucking joke. Basically, our uh, our baseball coach was our JV football coach. So, like, if you weren't actively going into another sport, like, I thought I was smart. And he was like, okay, so what happens? What are you doing after football this year? Oh, I'm just going to go into PE. Oh, are you? I'm signing you up for winter baseball. Uh, it was basically like they stayed on top of our training. Like, I still, to this day, can't swing a bat. So, um yeah, I definitely didn't play a single game um, and got into a batting cage and was like, holy fuck, that's fast. But in any case, I totally just went off. Do you ever yeah. wonder, I, I always have this, this, this thought in my head, like, just talking about sports, like, do you ever wonder if there's a sport out there that you never tried that if you did, you would be pro at it? Like, man, maybe if I picked up a cricket bat and all of a sudden I'm swinging this thing and they're like, this guy could be a professional, you know, or just you ever think like, man, if I was, well, if I did this random sport, I could be really good at it. We recently started playing in a softball league. Um, like the restaurant has like a little team. Um, so I can assure you that that sport for me is not baseball. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, still, but you, you, I mean, something super random. But yeah. But, if you, but yeah. yeah. For what it's worth, I, um, I got into fighting like super late. And I think if I have, like, I always wanted to do martial arts as a kid, but I also wanted, always wanted to beat up everyone I knew. Uh, like, I'd get a, I have serious fucking, like, anger control issues. Uh, like, I'd be like, oh, I'm angry at people. I would literally scream, like, I mean, like, this shit, I wasn't four. I'm talking, like, sixth grade. Like, some kid would upset me or whatever, I'd fucking scream, like, the whole, pick them up off the ground and slam them on the ground. Like, yeah, no, that's, martial, that's yeah. reasonable. Yeah, that's Man, martial that's arts is, is, yeah, and actually, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm actually a purple belt in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I've been doing jiu-jitsu oh. for like eight years. Yeah, and That's so great. that was something. I'm glad we're doing this because we should definitely talk more. 
<laughs> I uh, martial arts is something I absolutely wish I would have gotten into a little bit earlier on, but I you know it's kind of a party animal in college and shit, and so I don't know if it worked out then, but I started doing jujitsu um, about eight That's years ago. That's just for your mind that, in a way you don't understand. Oh, it's like mat time or any really any sport or hobby. If if you can, it's it's it really is therapy, especially jujitsu. I mean, you got someone trying to choke you and break your arm. I mean, you're not thinking about your bills or your girlfriend. I mean, you're just in the moment, and that's something that I don't care what sport or hobby it is. Everybody's got to have that when you have your moment, and you need. I mean, you need to clean your brain sometimes of just being Wait in the now. And lots I of wanna, people don't I'm, get that. I want to go back to this because I like this thought a lot, but I want to tie up to what I was just saying. So the thing about the sports thing is like. And it's, I, what I was saying is like not it's kind of a narrow comparison, but we definitely went through a period where like kids like if you were any kind of good at any one sport, then that's all of a sudden all you get. Like like oh mm-hmm. this kid like like if you're a good basketball player like oh you only like if I'd have been five years you know or maybe ten years later playing football, like my parents and coaches and everything would have been like oh no you can't do anything else you can only play football you know and right I right feel yeah. like that. I feel like that mindset, like, it, we went through that, and, like, it's back to, like, like now like, now parents are back to, like, now my kid needs to be in nine sports. But, like, the um, uh, the thing with, like, the, comparing that to work is, like, you're talking about your brother, like, yo, man, if somebody, like, you know, wants you to do this thing or that thing or other, go do it. You might figure out you fucking love it, you know? Um, and I think that's part of the problem, too, is, like, like we're taking, like, you know, freshman-level kids and being, like, yep, this is the path you're on. Like, who fucking knows? Like, Freshman me was me was an idiot. Um, so, but about the about yeah, the jujitsu and the mat time and whatnot, like that part, the um, like when you're like I've trained definitely trained both kinds of places where it's like holy fuck, there's nine guys in here they don't really know each other really well and they're all just trying to like prove which one of them has a bigger dick. Like I fucking see. So that. yeah, so but, that's what I'll say. It, it depends so much. I mean, the culture of, of mixed martial arts. It depends. I mean, you got MMA fighters, you got Muay Thai, you got kickboxing, American kickboxing, uh, jiu-jitsu, no gi, gi. And I, I, I do gi, but what I learned early on, you know, I mean, my professor always said this, you know, you check your, you check your ego at the door. That might be really hard for some people, but if you find the right gym and you find the right professor, they squash that shit right away. Because number one, right. they're trying to build their, their students because they need to make money too. And number two is like, you don't, it's no fun going in there and getting your face stomped. But Brazilian jiu-jitsu is such a different type thing where you have a guy that or girl that will that literally can tear you up when you're a white belt. But they are the technique that they have and how long they've done it for. That's not that's not the culture. The culture is to teach, to learn, and to teach people the right way to do things. And if you go, I mean, that's why I don't really roll with white belts anymore because they just they get in there and they just want to try to muscle everything, and that's kind of how you get hurt. Right. Well, and, like, um, and it's hard to get, like, um, so, uh, so, the, uh, I have zero jujitsu rank. Um, uh, I, but I was an instructor at, uh, Temple School where, um, we basically all went and we wanted to, like, start incorporating jujitsu. So we all started training on our own and then we'd come back and all the instructors would get together and we'd roll, uh, basically trying to, like, we intentionally went to different schools to gain as much as we could, as fast as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that's not true. Like, I shouldn't have no rank. I have, like, two stripes on my white belt, so I don't know jack shit. But I know enough to know, like, that I don't know anything. And the other two, having, like, been an instructor in another martial arts, 
Like, that goes two ways. Like, I know instructors that are the worst fucking students ever. Yep. And then I know yep. instructors, yep. I know instructors that get it. Like, when I show up, like, I literally am like, oh, I don't know jack shit. Like, like just, just like, you can't fill up a, or what is it? Uh, you can't pour into someone's cup if it's full. Like, you show up and you're like, oh, I fucking know everything. Like, cool, bro, then you're not going to learn anything. Like, that's how that works. So. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's, it, I'd say on that point, um, I don't know what the directly to correlate it to, but that's you are so right on with some instructors are so different. So there's old school Gracie Humata who and then there's like Mendez Brothers, and there's the Alliance gyms, and there's the you know, Palo Alto gyms, and there's the you know, Henzo Gracie gyms, and there's so many of these different cultures of jiu jitsu where especially the old school Gracie Humata, they they that professor style is very um tough. Like, if they're teaching you a move, they're going to wrench the guy. They're kind of showing it to the rest of the class for Then there's American jiu-jitsu gyms where it's more of a friendly culture. But I will say, and I don't know if it's, like, MMA gyms or maybe CrossFit gyms or basketball places or whatever, but it is so apparent in different gyms you train at and how different the cultures are depending on the professor's lineage. Right, because it literally – and that's one dope thing. So, like um, – uh, the, uh, the dude that I trained under, uh, when I was doing tempo, uh, he, you know, he numerous times went to, uh, China, trained with the monks, you know, I mean, and like that matters to me because I want, like, like, I, I don't want some fake ass, like, 80s fucking terrible dojo, like, martial arts where, like, yeah, my moves work because the guy in front of me, like, moves when I move him, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah, matters to yeah, me that my yeah. martial arts are good, but, it also matters to me that, like, it matters just, like, I, I am a, a big dude. And so when I train with people, I always tell them, like, hey, you know, like, uh, I appreciate the respect because, like, you should always, you know, be respectful with each other. But I also, and I say, you know, like, I'm going to train with you on, like, a because because in that in that martial art, I have a certain skill. Like, I, I'm good enough to control myself. I shouldn't say I am. I've trained martial arts three times in the last, like, five years. Um, but... Uh, when I was training actively, I would be like, you know, I, I wouldn't say this, but I know, you know, I, I, I have the control to control what I'm doing. So, like, I don't need to actually hit you with my punch. Or if I do, I'm going to open up my hand so it's just like finger contact at the end. Like, oh, right, right. Dude, and I think dude, that's... like, and I like sparring. Like, I, I enjoy sparring. Like, I got into martial arts because I fucking love fighting. So I like sparring in that moment when you're sparring. But, like, I also have had plenty of concussions from football and shit. Like, I wear, you know, like, I'll put on headgear if we're going to go-go, and I don't ever really want to go-go. Like, I want to, you know, I only do, honestly, I only flip on headgear if you're of, like, such a low rank that, like, all right, I'm, where I was going with the big dude thing is, like, I try and let people, especially when we're doing throws and stuff like that, like, like I want you to throw me because guess what? If you can throw me at 260, your fucking martial arts works. If yeah, you go, exactly. if you and go I, uh, and, like, you go for, like, a hip toss or whatever, and you have shit for them, and, like, I, I refuse to be one of those martial artists that, like, lets you train through bad shit. Like, like oh, you got to go along. Like, I know people that are like, you got to go along a little bit so they get a feel for the move. Yo, if you slip your fucking hip through and you're leaning back so far that I can drag you backwards, then I don't care about the rest of the move. Like, I'll stop you right there and be like, yo, if you do it this way, I can just put my hand on your back and pull you backwards. So when you slip through, you need to slip your hip all the way through so your back's not as close to me and it's more your other hip. Oh, okay, cool. Like, shit like that, where it's, like, the small little things, like, that's, like, being a helpful training partner. 
me fucking jumping when you go to throw me so that it throws you here is being a shit training partner. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that one can be tough too, cause like, so I mean, technique's everything. That's what brought me to jiu-jitsu. I mean, my instructor was 110 pounds. I'm like 215. I'm a pretty tough guy. I played hockey, right? And I mean, I couldn't even touch this guy. I mean, he just literally, the way he was using my arms, the leverage. Crazy. And, but I mean, but the, the whole thing with the, the hip toss and all that is like, I get it from a perspective of, you know, the the drilling and the muscle memory. Like, all right, go do, you know, head and arm 10 times, 10 times, go with it a little bit. And then, then you do resistance training. All right, 25% resistance. And so, I mean, that, that can be I, different, but I just, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to misspeak. I agree that you go with it, but I want to go with you doing it right. Like, I don't want you to use your, have to use your full energy to make your technique work. I want you to have right, your right. technique. And that, and that way, I won't, like, like that's the thing. Like, I, yeah, I, I see, I agree with what you're saying. So, and you probably helped me or save me from, like, misspeaking that. You should go along with it. Like, I don't want you to feel like you had to lift all 260. I want to make sure your body's in the right position. To lift. Right. And see, and, and, that, and, that's, and that's a better that's, way of putting it. Right. And that's a really good, that's really good that you do that, Ron. Cause there's like, I'm a bigger guy too. And sometimes I'll be, uh, I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll end up getting paired, um, you know, with a girl and she's a lot lighter. And so if we're going to roll, I'll be like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to play hard or I'm not even going to try to arm lock you. I'm going to use my weak arm because for me, I want to get better. What good is it going to do for me to like smash this person that's, that's way smaller than me or just started? Like if I roll the white belt, I always say, you know, dude, I'm going to go like 30%. I'm going to work on my weak game. Because I want to get better. There's absolutely people that do jujitsu while at least the ones that have a good mind and mentality. It, it does absolutely nothing for me getting better just to smash somebody that came into the gym. Like, what good does that do? I love jujitsu. I want you to keep coming in and training. If I see a white belt, right. that's your first, that's your first you to, step. I you want know? you to get better. I want you to get better because eventually, like, like if you've trained for any kind of time, like length of time at all, you know that it's not an even race. Like, there's people, jiu-jitsu is like anything else. There are people that can get, um, like, there's people that started after me, weren't as good, and are much better, uh, they got better faster and surpassed me. Like, that happens, you know? It yeah, happens yeah, in everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. Certainly happens in jiu-jitsu. So, I always feel like, fuck, like, I want to help you get, because, and like, there's people that like, let that bother them, like, fuck that. Like, I hope everybody around me is getting better. Then, uh, then I got better training partner, like better training. Partner, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and yeah, so, absolutely. And we were—I was just talking about this with buddies. Just surround yourself with people that are better than you in school, in business, in life. That's how you get better. 100%. I mean, you can't. If I'm a, if I'm around people that I'm better than all the time, which not very often, like that's not gonna like do any good for me. I like to be surrounded, martial arts, school, work, people. Like you want, you want to around people. Like you know, that's a good way to tell good people too. And I guess before I forget this, though, one of the coolest things that the Gracie Academy does, and they're like the traditional Gracie Academy, not like the Humata. I mean, there's a bunch of different ones, but their whole mantra, keep it playful. So whenever they, like, slap the hands, you know, shake it to start rolling, they always say, keep it playful. And that's – I love that that process because that's like, hey, man, we're, we're here to learn, and we're here to learn self-defense. And, I mean, that's why I started doing it. And I competed for a little bit, but just in general – I have so much respect for jiu-jitsu and just the culture that anytime I see a white belt, I just have a huge smile on my face because I was fucking there and I was terrified, but I, you know, I had good partners that were like, keep on coming in, man. Keep on. It's going to be hard. It's going to be, are you kidding me? It's so hard when you're white belt. Like 
you're going to get beat down. I mean, you're, you, you get just fucking, don't know anything tapped, yet. You tapped and turned out. And like, yeah. how the fuck did I even get in this position? Why is my arm over here? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I and then it clicks, and you get your first tap or your first something, and you're like, this is awesome. And here's another thing. I was I was just shedding weight. I mean, I'm rolling around in a freaking gi. Like, I oh, lost, yeah. I think, 20 pounds the first People month. So it was a great like, workout, too, you know? People who haven't done jujitsu too, like, don't understand. Like, you ever watch, like, I, I, I hear the shit all the time when we're, we're, like, having UFC events at the bar. And people will be like, get off the ground. They're just rolling around. I'm like, oh, my God, you would die in 30 seconds. Like, that's not. Yeah, yeah. The, the, actually, the last UFC one, uh, the, the ref, I can't remember what he said. He was like, all right, guys, keep it moving. Let's stay, you guys, you guys don't get, uh, uh, or, or keep it moving. I'm going to stand it up. And Rogan just starts roasting him. He's normally pretty good on the on the refs or whatever. Like he's fair, I think. And he literally is just like, yeah, yeah trust me, uh, guy, they're moving. Okay, yeah, try, yeah, yeah, uh, right. I mean, then he said, he's like, I'd like to see you try. And it's like it's so crazy. Like, like fuck, like it's so much I mean, work. You see, you see a jujitsu guy, these UFC fighters. I mean, they could flip in their inverted guard and go like underneath, and they might be trying to set up a normal plot. Like, and when you're looking at right. it as a fan, or maybe right, you're like, you have no idea what that setup is. Like, that, I, that's all of a sudden, boom, they flip the hips about. over, and then they throw something over, and then they're in a choke. You know, I mean, that's what's really addicting to When you talk about people getting better, are the ones that put in that extra time, dude. All of a sudden, you start watching YouTube videos, you're reading Gracie jujitsu books, and like, there's just so much to learn. It's insane. Well, and you see, uh, I mean, one of the crazy things about jiu-jitsu is that, like, it's completely foreign. Like, there's no, you know, um, it's not like anything else. And so, like, when you're doing it, you're, you see things, like, like, the opportunity to, like, slide your hand around somebody's rib cage, come across their forearm, and take that base out or something like that. Like, you don't see mm-hmm. that until later. Like, when you, when, like, no one shows up and thinks, like, oh, that guy's like a table. I need to take out one of his legs to get him over to his side. But, like, like that shit, like, no, you learn that along the way. And you learn a million, like, it gets way more complicated than that, I'm sure. Um, but the uh, the little things that, like, you don't see. And with UFC's, like, meteoric rise uh, in popularity, it's so crazy to me. Like, you see people, like, they're just, they're, they're, like, the fact that, you know, as a sport, it's become so popular despite the number of people that have no fucking idea what they're watching. Like, and I don't, yeah, that's like, almost, yeah. It's I'll say, like, I'll say one thing. Like, I don't you mentioned Joe, Joe Rogan earlier. So I just, just put this, but like you mentioned Joe Rogan earlier too, like with this commentary. I, that's why I love Joe Rogan is because he's really good about trying to inform that average fan of, hey, yeah, yeah oh, it looks like he's going for that arm bar or whatever. And I think right. that's really huge because it has gotten popular because, number one, I mean, it's gladiator sports. People love watching yeah, people, people love beat each other up. Yeah, people love watching dudes right? But, it, yeah, and it's and it's easy. Like, you see anything. You, know, you see someone in basketball. You see someone on a screen. I could do that. It's like, no, man. Like, it is insane when you watch something when, I mean, there's, I mean, Ronda Rousey. Like, all these, there's girl. like, every single girl in the UFC would probably just knock my head off. I mean, if we were going to jiu-jitsu, like, maybe not, but, like, yeah. Like, if I let yeah. Skyboy punch me in the face one time, like, yeah, like, I've I've met her, she, I actually ran into her in like, Pacific City, uh, one, super nice, two, that chick, like, if that chick hit me in the face, like, like, I, I would be bleeding, like, shit would happen. Like, you can just, like, that's a very, like, 
tightly packed, condensed person. Like she's she's Jack, and on top of that, yeah. like she knows how to throw that punch. Like it's not like like you see somebody goes there like oh that's a that's a uh, you know jujitsu player like because you don't uh, like like you're you're like everyone's got their strengths and but like cyborg like when you see or or like like you when you see Holly Holm throw a kick and you're like oh oh yeah like, that, like I can't throw that kick let alone not like I, I couldn't dust that kick let alone fucking throw it. Yeah, it's, it's, crazy, and it's like, like, I mean, the amount of, it's like the, a jiu-jitsu instructor, I mean, that's lots of MMA people, just that muscle memory, right? Like, they know, oh, okay, this person's coming at this angle, step left, you know, kick high, right? Like, it's just, it's just ingrained right. in their head because of how much training. And the other thing I would urge anybody to do, not only that, once you go punch, you know, fake punch a wall 15 times and throw six knees and then kick, see how tired you are, you know, it's. It, right. it, exerting energy like that just gets you so winded, especially battling another human. Yeah, we have a at the at our place in Newport. We have a heavy bag in the garage, and mm-hmm. I fucking that, that is one of my favorite workouts because I do I like hitting and I like you know um, I, I enjoy like physical contact sports and stuff like that, but it's humbling. Like like mm-hmm. oh like if you if you think you're tough, put on gloves. And punch a bag that can't punch you back for five minutes. Like literally, set a timer and go five minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, and I, you I got won't. the same setup. Like you won't, place. you I won't, love, yeah. you won't finish. Like, it, it, like unless you do that regularly, you will not make it to five minutes. Or when yeah, you, you do, I bet the, you wouldn't even hold your, yeah, like, or people just like literally. When I, I actually, I, I just, I just put a boxing bag in my garage and stuff because I mean, normally I just do jujitsu, but. Sometimes it's nice just to be able to go down to my garage and stuff. And, I mean, even – I mean, I just kind of started learning better how to strike just because I've always been doing jiu-jitsu. Even though my gym does Muay Thai and all that, I just really just – you know, I got obsessed with getting my belt when it gets black and all that. But I, even when I first started hitting the bag, I couldn't hold my, my arms up after, like, five rounds because they were so tired. I'm like, I can't even hold them up, you know, to block punches if someone's trying to hit me right now. Right, Exactly. Um, I want to check out your uh, your gym. Yeah, I got I basically just a little home thing. It's got like a it's like a eighty pound bag, and then I put in um uh, uh what's that the double end where you have the bungee on the roof and then the oh, bungee yeah. on the bottom, yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's been really good for me. Just like just like head movement, you know. Like I didn't really realize how important that is. Just because again, you know, I've always just done wrestling and jujitsu. I'm not a striker. Like I've never been good at that. But I've always thought, you know, hey. I mean, I gotta learn like the basics, you know, where to put the shoulder, how to step and slide, and, um, and it's been yeah. fun. It's been fun learning it, and I just, I'm just like you though. I like that physical exertion. Comes my ass down, man, because I get fucking wound up. You know? Right? Like I'm a fucking puppy. Like I gotta get some of this energy out, or I'm just gonna run around and piss on the floor. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah, the martial arts thing, like, and that's I don't. I'm not married. I don't have kids. I, 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 I learned how. Um, good um, seeing other kids in the kids classes in jiu-jitsu how great that can be for younger kids growing up for confidence and to be anti-bull so you hear it a lot at my gym where hey when you when you learn these things first of all you don't you don't i mean people that know jiu-jitsu and mma they're not the dudes going around trying to fight people because they just know they can beat the shit out of anybody so that's nothing that's like you go around now you're the protector of the culture like you see something bad well, happening, you see someone getting picked on, it's your job to go step up and help. Well, and, like, 
one, the thing too is like, like, it's funny. I, I actually was interviewing for a job and the guy told me, uh, I don't, he was like hesitant to hire me. Uh, he actually didn't. He ended up getting, you know, kind of bamboozled into hiring me later that he basically didn't hire me because I did martial arts. And so he assumed I would be trying to get into fights and stuff. Uh, at, it was at a bar. And I was like, she was talking about it. Like there's a two, this is like a double, uh, or a, a two headed sword. Uh, the, uh, one point I, um, I'm fucking exhausted all the time. Like I train five days a week. So no, I'm like not, yeah, like I, I trust me. I'm not trying to get into any more fights than I already am like on the mat. Um, yeah, and then I mean, two, just... uh, there's zero satisfaction in me beating up someone who has no fucking idea what they're doing. Like, like, yeah, I, I'm not yeah. even, like, it, it's not even a blip on my radar. I don't give a fuck. It's well, funny. I'll actually I, tell I, I you, a, you a story. Uh, I was at, uh, right next to your bar last week before I came up to Portland and some dude just started mouthing off. And then I was with a couple other friends and I, you know, I always just, I didn't even know how it started. Dude was just drunk and. I'm just like, all right, whatever, man. He just keeps on talking, keeps on talking. And I just started walking away. And then him and his buddy's like, oh, you're going to walk away? And I just was thinking in my head, like, first of all, this guy's wasted. He's like half my size. I could have just turned around and beat the fuck out of him. But it's like, what? does nothing for me, like, at all. So it's just like. And it complicates my day. So I appreciate you not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you got to teach lessons. I do get that. Like, let me teach this guy a quick lesson, and I'll be on my way. But, I mean, yeah, that's the other thing that scares me, too, is just street fighting all that shit. I'm too old for that. And I've heard some stories, and I've had some friends where, you know, you hear about someone, and they got in a fight, and they got punched, and their head hit the curb, and they're dead. It's like, it's just not even right? like, you don't fucking know. And the other thing, too, is like, like, I'm fairly confident in my abilities in a fight. But you also don't know who you're talking to. Like, yeah, I know, absolutely. I've, I've trained with a lot of dudes that I would tell to fucking kick rocks and eat a bowl of dick had I never seen yeah. them train. Like, if, like, oh, if you mouth off to me at um, at a bar, I would tell you to go fuck off. Yet I know from training with you that your tiny little ass can turn me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you ever see any... Uh, if you ever see anybody with cauliflower ear, oh, don't do anything. I find it so like amazing. You spent, like, you spent a long time, you spent a long time earning that, and I don't want to find out about it. Wrestler, I mean, there's just, I mean, there's just tough, tough people out there. Like, you were kind of saying, you know, maybe you'll train hard, and all of a sudden you'll be training at the same time, or you start at the same time as somebody, and they're getting better than you, and that's just, that's just natural athletics, and it's also... I know one of the guys I, I started with, and he's almost, I think he just got his brown belt, and he's, I mean, he's not, I mean, I wouldn't say he's, like, athletic, but he's smart, he's tactical, and he does his homework, and he trains every day. So it's like, dude, there's people that's, that just that's the biggest take thing, it like, up you, a lot faster. You start going to, like, jiu-jitsu schools, like, like people, like, because there's, like, I, like, literally in this conversation, I was like, fuck, I got to get back to it. But, like, when I get back to it, <laughs> it'll be two, day, two days a week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and that's more, that's more than some people and a fuck ton less than a lot of people. Like, cause there's, I mean, there's people that eat, breathe, sleep, you know what I mean? And, and I know, cause when I was like actively doing martial arts, like that was all I fucking did. I taught martial arts and I trained martial arts and that was it, you know? And so it, it was like, like, oh, this it, is sick. But, and it's like anything like, too. It's not like, like the more you is. do it, the better you get at it too, you know? Exactly. And that's definitely something um, that's like, you know, it's addicting. That's what happens. It gets just fucking addicting, you know? And I, I, and 
And first of all, I mean, it's not for everybody, but I think what I've definitely noticed about in California, coming from Portland, I mean, jujitsu and jujitsu gyms in California, they're all over the place. So I have had a difficult time. I've been training at HB Ultimate with uh, under Tiki Barber and Rampage trains there and stuff, and we just lost our professor because he went to another school. But that's one thing I've noticed in California, we might say for our next conversation, just the culture of gyms is definitely different down there than it is up here. Man, all right. That's a good break point because that'll give us an exact jumping off for the next one. Um, one, I enjoyed this. Like, I knew I was going to enjoy it, but uh, I enjoyed this even more than uh, I thought I would, so that's dope. Um, when do you get back? Uh, I'm back on uh, Monday. Uh, and hell yeah, dude, we can definitely get some threads going and uh, talk about whatever. Next thing we should talk about is that fucking Stormy Daniels shit, isn't it? You fucking heard about this? Bro, yes. Okay. Like, no, wait, no, I don't even want to get into it. Okay. So we'll talk the culture of jujitsu and what the fuck is happening in the culture of our own goddamn presidency. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, enjoy the rest of your your uh, conference. It sounds, you know, semi not that cool, but um, I hope. Hey, you yeah, Portland's got good breweries out here. Yeah, just going to. Yeah, there you go. All, all right, right, man. Well, uh, uh, thanks for having me on. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks, brother. All right, man.